0: Welcome to Tales from the Group, a podcast set in the 80s that follows three kids on a quest to uncover the truth about a mysterious machine called the Loop. My name is Corey Offenberger, and I play Geeky Ladies Man, Smells Like Ham, John Milady.
1: And my name is Tyler Linden. I play Wesley Watts, an outcast weirdo who wants nothing more than to be popular.
2: And I'm Adam Foster, and I play Clayton Godwin, the robot hating, risk taking troublemaker of the group. And I'm Dustin Fleischman. I am your game master.
0: So this week, I have come up with a question based off of last episode's question that Dustin provided for us. Ooh, uh, yeah. So, come up with your own original shit, dude. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I know. I'm. So, I, I know. I know. The question from last week you asked about a game that was dangerous, and then you said something about throwing something into a uh, throwing your phone into a net and having it bounce back. That reminded me one time when i was a kid i was hanging out with a friend and it, i ended up getting hurt so the question for this week is what is your worst injury that you've ever like <gasps> experienced as a Ooh. child
2: Ooh. Can it be emotional?
0: <laughs> <laughs> we
2: don't have time for that.
1: <laughs> Welcome to uh, to therapy time. I, I can definitely start with one. So, um, yeah, go ahead. In my neighborhood, we definitely like the kids all went through like phases of hobbies, and one of the phases we got really into was uh, rollerblading. Ooh. And and I still wish I could rollerblade. Honestly, I would rollerblade all around town. If it wasn't really <laughs> lame and weird looking when you do it, anyway. Um, so we got super into rollerblading, and we had we kind of like lived like the entrance um, to the street, or the or like the turn to the street where my house was was like this big hill, and so we would do races down the hill uh, on our rollerblades and go as fast as we could. And so we were doing a race one time, and my friend made a joke, and I looked over and laughed at her. And in doing that, I totally lost my balance, wasn't wearing knee pads, and <laughs> oh, I man. scraped my knees for like six feet down the <laughs> asphalt. <laughs> And, like, I looked back, and there was, like, blood and, like, chunks of skin of my knee on there. (laughs) And, yeah, I just remember, like, freaking out and crying and going to my mom. And, you know, obviously she had to, like, disinfect it and put, like, alcohol, uh, like, (sighs) you know, to cleanse it. And, oh, my God, that was – that stung like crazy. Maybe it just hurt because I was a kid, but definitely that's one that I remember hurting the absolute most. And I still, to this day, have scars on my knees from that.
0: Oh, also, didn't you also uh, get burned off of, like, the uh, tailpipe of a motorcycle? I remember you had a scar on your leg because of that, too. <laughs> yes,
1: one time I did get on a motorcycle and was not paying attention where my leg was, and rested it up against the tailpipe and burnt a whole section of my leg. So now I have sections of my (laughs) knee and sections of my leg that no longer grow hair because I literally torched them.
3: I did that too once. Like I just put my, I didn't realize it, but I put the front of my knee against like the tail end of a tailpipe after a car was running. And Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that, that immediately burns your skin. (laughs)
2: Wow, doctors hate him. This one simple trick will get rid of hair fast. (laughs) So for me, so technically, which would be a callback, so I'm going to do a different one, but technically probably the worst injury for me was definitely the trampoline where I uh, yeeted my ankle playing the WWE game that we talked about last week. (laughs) The teddy bear wrestling? Yeah, the teddy bear wrestling. But (laughs) I will say the other one that was, like, not really, like, that painful, but it was just, like, super embarrassing, and, like, for me, I was just, like, scared, was my first week in middle school. For people that don't know, my sneezes can be very violent because I try to hold them in. It is a bad habit, but you know what? We're just living it. And um, (laughs) there was one time we were at our lockers, and I had to sneeze— And I didn't realize that, like, my friend beside me had her locker door open. So I sneezed, threw my head straight down into the uh, (laughs) door of the locker. And it hit. And I was just like, oh, that really hurt. And I was like, didn't think anything of it. So I go and I sit in class. And then a minute later, someone's like... You're bleeding. And I was like, what? And then that's when I finally noticed there was literally blood dripping down my face. Oh, my God. But I didn't realize it. And so, like, like sixth grade me being like, what? And, like, started freaking out. So I, like, (laughs) left, like, crying, like, into the bathroom trying to figure out what was going on. (laughs) God, I don't... Okay,
1: apparently...
3: Dustin just had a really safe, cushy childhood and never got hurt. No, 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 (laughs) quite the opposite. I broke so many bones in my body that I don't remember because I was so young. Like, when I was a toddler, I broke my femur bone running and slipping in the kitchen. And so I was in, like, a full body cast and then a several a months badass. after yeah, that right? happened, my sister pushed me down a flight of stairs and broke my ankle. And oh my in God. like God. looking back at the x-rays, the doctors realized that I had sprained my ankle when I broke my femur and so it like healed incorrectly. And so my ankle was bound to fracture at some point. So my sister never got in trouble for pushing me down a flight of stairs. But I think the one <laughs> that I remember the most, and I don't know if this is necessarily the worst... I was in Puerto Rico at one point and like the day before we were scheduled to fly out, um, I was heading back to my dad's like condo, um, from the swimming pool and there was like this stairwell that was near the swimming pool. That was all tile and someone had wrung (laughs) out their towels on like the tile on the bottom of the stairs. And so as I was walking in flip-flops, my flip-flops slipped and I sprained the shit out of one of my ankles. It swelled <laughs> to the size of like a grapefruit. It was oh bad, my God. bad, bad. Dear Lord. And my parents are like, Well, we don't know what to do. We're, we're in a US territory. We don't know what to do. And so they were like, just I don't know. Wait until we get on the plane tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) So I had to cram. It was so uncomfortable. I had to cram my swollen ankle into, like, my shoe to get on a plane. I was, like, hobbling through a plane. Had to, like, sit down in a chair not uh, on a plane and not prop my swollen ankle up. Like, it was constantly burning. Couldn't put any pressure on it. I remember to get to the bathroom... Like, I had to use people's, like, seats as basically crutches because, again, Uh swollen ankle, totally sprained, no cast, nothing was supporting it. And I remember this one woman, like, who saw me entering the plane and, like, my parents helping me out, like, trying to get me to, you know, sit down or whatever – she was like fucking irritated that I would like on my way to the bathroom used her seat as like just a support, just like walk by. She was like, excuse me. And I was like, I'm so sorry. But on the way back, she like glared at me. And so I grabbed her seat. I just remember like shoving it (laughs) as like a little harder than I would just to get like forward momentum. Um, And God, yeah, I was in like, I was in a cast for like four months, I think.
1: Jeez. Yeah, it's pretty bad.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's that doesn't sound like a fun time. I've
1: never broken a bone. I don't yeah,
0: that I know of. I've only broken one. I was gonna say, yeah, I've never broken a bone. It it's wasn't really like breaking it. It was just like a like a fracture, but I fractured the uh the joint in my elbow. Um and I don't really wanna I'm going to put myself on blast here. I broke it playing Leapfrog. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like the lamest way to break a bone, but...
1: And not as a child, probably. This was probably like... Oh, God. I was 14,
0: 15, because this was middle school. Basically too late to be... Playing Leapfrog, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The net story for Dustin reminded me of this time back in high school. Or, say not high school. Back in... This was like maybe intermediate school, actually. I went over to a friend's house and they had one of those like golf nets so you could practice swinging and like hitting golf balls into the net. Well, my friend was getting lined up to hit the ball, but I'm standing too close to him and I told him, I said, hey, wait, before you do anything, let me get on the other side of you so you don't hit me. And I don't know Mm -hmm. if he just wasn't paying attention or whatever, but as I'm about to like move behind him, he just full swings as hard as he can backwards and just Clubs me in the face with this golf club. Oh my god! <laughs> my Ugh. face, like it was so sudden that I didn't even feel it. Like I, I just didn't realize what happened. And then all of a sudden, my face just started like swelling up with blood and like filling up in my mouth. <sighs> oh no! And then all of a sudden, it stopped bleeding. So I'm like, okay, it. I guess I don't know what's going on, but I'm like, I need to get to the hospital. So we called my parents. And um, they're freaking out. They're thinking like, oh, God, your child was on our watch and you got hurt. And they were afraid like we were going to sue them or something. And my mom's like, no, that's, that's not. Their children. Things happen. We just need to get them to the hospital. So I'm in the car. And then all of a sudden, like I said, my mouth stopped bleeding. But I guess whatever, like, was clotting the inside of my mouth had, like, burst. Ugh. And just, oh, God. Yeah, just a gush of blood started coming out of my mouth. My face was black oh. and blue for like a month after that. Like, my face was the size of like it, it. It was super swollen. It was terrible. Oh my!
3: Well, God. anyway, uh, listeners, feel free to bring that up in your next therapy session.
0: Um, I'm yeah. sorry we grossed everybody out. I have a photo of my face somewhere from it being swollen.
3: We could post it on social media. Perfect. Oh
1: God, <laughs>
0: that's funny. But yeah. That was, uh, that, was, that, was, that was a fun story, right?
1: <laughs> so let's take that energy into the yeah. into yeah, our, our characters this
3: week. <laughs> So on the last episode, you all escaped from uh, the lab with Nick Hayes after unleashing more of those, like, shadowy fire monsters. And when you got to safety, you learned that Nick Hayes' wife, Mabel, may still be alive. Uh, And that caused Nick to have an emotional break just as Clayton's mom came to pick you up. You all learned on the car ride home that the news is reporting a spike in, like, this rabies-like disease and black bears in the area. And you all were reunited with your families and tried to explain what's been truly going on with sort of like varying degrees of success, I'd say. (laughs) So when Clayton confronted his dad at the end of the episode, he revealed that the reporting is actually a code used by the org behind the loop for the highest emergency threat level possible. And that is where we will pick up. Clayton, you have just learned this news from your
2: dad. Wait, really? (laughs) <laughs> my Damn, God! <laughs> Get this man a
1: crown, the king of improv, right here,
3: Clay- Clayton. <laughs> I really, really
2: wish that I had the same energy you have of not panicking. Well, I mean, Dad, if you knew all the things that I've seen in the past, probably forty-eight hours, you would understand my uh, my my re- reaction to this at this moment, son.
3: Son, I look. This is your for your protection, but. What, what do you know? Like, tell me everything. Tell me everything that you know. Not many people at the loop are given this knowledge about this, this level of security, this, this security code system.
2: Well, well dad you're in luck because I'm absolutely broken so if I tried to lie right now <laughs> I wouldn't succeed <laughs> so have a seat let me tell okay. you all yeah, you the can't things. even roll to see if he's like being <laughs> earnest about any of that no I can't do shit because I, oh. I was and you know what's funny is I'm not gonna lie I absolutely uh, I forgot about like this was how the last episode ended so I already cleared all my conditions being like alright I'm already good to go and then it's like no we're still <laughs> broken the night baby before. yeah we're still <laughs> broken baby
3: <laughs> we're still broken <laughs>
2: <laughs> just sort of tie a, um, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dad, but before that, I-, I gotta ask you something. Do you know a Mabel? Uh
3: no. No, I, I I I don't know a Mabel. I don't know who that is. Dang, they got that many
2: departments in the loop? Does she work for the loop? Yeah, I think she's married to uh oh no, my memory. Uh, I think she's married to Veronica. Veronica. I was going to say, yes, I had it right. She's- <laughs> you got
3: it. <laughs> Veronica, Veronica. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, uh, the the director of Ascension, that's one of our contractors. Is that, is something going on there? Are they not part of the loop? Are they their own thing? Okay, son, how do I say this? So. How do you say this, dad? You know, I always wanted the best for you and your sister. And so when The Loop first came to Boulder City, it was, they were hiring so many engineers and it was just something that I knew, you know, that that working in this space was going to give you and your sister a better life than I had. And, you know, at the time, the government had created this department called uh, the Department of Advanced Research and Technology. And you know, I was just working away at making computer chips and the, the chips that power like the robots that that you see in town and something changed in the workload at some point when I was working at the loop and we started hiring a lot of outside organizations and Ascension was one of them.
2: Ooh, yikes. Well, they really dropped the ball on some things. Uh, well, what did you learn? I learned that they're making these, uh, monsters that kidnapped our friend, so that's kind of fucked up. That monster? Pardon my français. Monsters. (laughs) Like, what, what kind of monsters? I don't know. They're, like, these, like, shadowy creatures that, like, have a big glowing eye. They kidnapped our friend Sarah... And then through some some means, we found out that they came from Ascension. Okay. Um, so there's probably a bunch more of those monsters. So... Okay, this is all starting to make a little bit more sense. Why don't
3: you just go to bed, and we'll talk about this in the morning. And I'll drive you to school, and uh, I'll pick you up from school. And, um, you know, anything, like, don't go outside, okay? Like, is don't, it, you well, just stay home? Is that... Is that good?
2: Is it okay if I take the bus home? I just... No offense to mom. I know she's doing her best. But she really kind of, uh, I think, hit a few nerves to two of my friend's parents. Because you know how mom is.
3: (laughs) Ha ha ha. Yeah. Son, whatever you want. Just as long as you are coming straight home from school after school. I have half a mind to not... Let you go to school, but you can't have your mom knowing that you're not going to school right now. Can't have your mom knowing what's going on here. You haven't told your mom (laughs) any of this, right?
2: Oh, I told her everything, but it's okay because she pretty much believes that I'm just a crazy kid and that the, uh... That everything I said was just me lying. Okay, and so Clayton. Yeah, Clayton. Oh, also, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, also, the monster. Yeah, it killed uh, Penelope's boyfriend.
3: Great, cool. Clayton, listen to me. This is really, really important. Okay, Can you, <laughs> you're listening to me, right? Like, look at focus. I want you to look at me. Wait, what? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, oh, yeah. yeah. No, you're. I I know we've had this. We've had this trouble before. That's. I'm not saying the divorce was your fault. I'm just saying that there was parts. (laughs) Oh, my Um, God. I, I need you to listen very carefully. Wait, what? Whatever you've seen, you can't tell a soul. No one else. Nobody. Not your friends. Not the police. Not the school administrators. No one can know anything about what you've seen. So if you've said anything to anybody and they didn't believe you, I think that's very lucky. From this point forward, if you start running around and telling people things that you may or may not have seen, that can you see how that can
2: cause more problems for you and me? Wait, what? Sorry? Okay, I'm, just, I'm just kidding, Dad. I've seen The Godfather. I know how it works. <laughs> that came out. In the, that came around out during this time, right? Wait, <laughs> can we get a fact check on that? Because I don't think it did. Scar- Scarface, Scarface, something that has All to do right, with him. The Godfather.
3: <laughs> Let's see. Wait, hang on. Oh yeah, it came out in the '70s, 1972. Oh wow, I'm a fan. Hey, idea. look at that, Clayton. We're, we'll have a whole conversation about why you're watching The Godfather at your age, but please, Clayton, you can't tell anybody, anything. I have I feel like I've already said too much with you. Can we forget about this until the morning? Forget about what, Dad? And I wink. I, I, I love it. Okay, perfect. Th- thank you. <laughs> okay, just stay in your room, okay? Don't go outside. Stay here. I'll take you to school tomorrow morning. Everything will be okay. Okay?
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right. A- absolutely, Dad. Cool, cool. And uh, he, he leaves you um, for the evening. I would just like to say that as I'm getting ready for bed, I am very much just doing the like, I don't I can't even know where, like, where this is from, but I just imagine Clayton, he is laying in bed on his back and his eyes are just wide open. Like, <laughs> just like, what did I just, what just happened?
3: Okay, so it is now the next morning, and all of you, after having a very rough night's
2: sleep, <laughs> wake
3: up with all conditions healed. So if you have any conditions oh, in thank your- Oh, God. I
2: know. Finally. It's a
3: brand new day. Wesley, when you wake up, um, you feel your mother just like gently rocking you um, awake in bed, and she's like, uh, Wesley, Wesley, wake up, honey. I, 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 uh, it's time for school, but I, I have something for you.
1: <laughs> you know how people are always really dramatic when they're waking up in movies. Um, <laughs> hey, Mom. Uh, good morning. Well, not a good morning, actually. Just, uh, uh, you know, in in general, it's just a morning.
3: Baby, every morning is a good morning when I, I, I you're here and you're safe, you know? Call cool it, Mom, please. <laughs> okay, well, I just, you know, honey, I cannot even believe what i had to go through to find this but uh you know how you asked me about those walkie talkies that you lost the the ones with uh yeah for john yeah well here you go honey i i found these and she gives you (gasps) these old vintage batman walkie talkies um, it's a oh set my of gosh, two. Mom, you found them, yeah. oh, it was it was crazy. They were at a goodwill. like I w- had to go to three different goodwill locations, which is crazy that we have three in this town. but <laughs> I, I, I did <laughs> I find them the at day. the last <laughs> one that I went to. so, uh, and uh, it was it was pretty much all the money you gave me to buy these, which I think is a little odd that I had to buy these at goodwill for such a high price. But, uh, here you go. I I guess if this is really what you want, I mean, this is what you wanted, right? Thank
1: you, mom, so much. Thank you. And I give her a big old hug. Oh, baby, I,
3: I I love you too. And she she gives you a hug back. Do you think I I think I have enough time this morning to drive you to school if you can get ready? Do you want you want me to drive you to school or are you gonna? I think it's safest if if you if I took you to school, right?
1: Um. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Wait, did Clayton say he was going to take the bus?
2: No, his dad's taking him.
1: Um, okay, yeah. Yeah, you can drive me. That, that sounds
3: fine. Okay, okay, great. Well, go ahead and freshen up and get ready for school, okay? Okay, I get so fresh. Nice. <laughs> John, you wake up the next morning to your dad banging on your door, and he's like, son, get the hell up, okay? <laughs> it's time for school. Uh, but, uh, just five more minutes. Son, don't make me come in there.
0: Uh okay uh I, I, uh I go back to sleep
3: <laughs> <laughs> Your Your dad knocks on the door again And then um, barges in and grabs you and says Son, get up, it's time for school Okay, I'm tired of this
0: insubordinance Sorry dad, I just uh, Yesterday was just It's just a terrible day And I just didn't get a lot of sleep I, I'm getting up, I'm, I'm up, I'm up Good. After school,
3: you come right back here. I want you to work on that robot that you got, okay? Yes, Dad. I, I, Just I, like we promised. I
0: promise. I promise. I'll, I'll, I'll work okay. on it as soon as I get home.
3: Okay. All right. All right. Bus is going to be here in 10 minutes. I'm going to drive your ass to school. Get going. (laughs) John, you get ready for school. You are on your way out the door and waiting at the bus stop. And while you're waiting at the bus stop, you it's like a sunny day not a cloud in the sky. Birds are chirping. And yet all of this is making you feel deeply, deeply unsettled. Like you feel like there's something wrong.
0: Can I roll to see if there's anything that I notice? Absolutely. Would would that be like an empathize or like an investigate? I would say it's an investigate roll. Investigate? Okay. I got one six.
3: Okay. With one six, as you're kind of looking around, you see this minivan that's parked down the street. You catch in the window some guy that's, like, looking at you, but then the moment you and him lock eyes, he just kind of, like, looks away.
0: Okay. I'm going to try and act natural so he doesn't, like, catch on that I I, I see him staring at me.
3: As you're just kind of standing there at the bus stop, um, all of a sudden you feel a tap on your shoulder, and you turn around, and Stuart is there, and he's like, John, John, oh, my God. <laughs> What's going on? What what, what, what? what did you guys find? Anything? Where's Sarah?
0: It's a uh, it's a long story. I think it'd probably be better to discuss this with uh, Wesley and Clayton because I, I'm sure that they probably. I'm sure all of us can come up with a plan or.
3: Okay, I mean, I guess that's that's fine, uh, right? Yeah, that's fine. We could accumulate information. It's just I'm, I'm like dying over here. Okay, that's fine. Whatever, we can do that.
0: I'll say this. We we haven't found Sarah yet. Oh, God. We know a little bit more of what's going on, but I think it would be better if we all spoke together.
3: Okay, okay. Well, you know how I hate P.E.? <laughs> you hate P.E., and we all kind of hate P.E.?
0: That is the one thing that I, that I will say that we have in common, yes? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think it's more than one thing, but... I, I think that we could, like, maybe, like, sneak under the bleachers during PE or or something and, and just, and, and, and confer.
0: You're not confessing to me, are you? You're not, this isn't. Well,
3: confess what?
0: <laughs> no, no, never mind. Uh, let's, let's, let's go, let's okay. go. Okay, okay, let's get on the bus. So the bus
3: shows up and uh, you both hop onto the bus. Do you think one day this podcast will get enough
1: fans that at least one of them ships John and Stewart? Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, God, please, no. Ston stands. Ston stands. <laughs> so you all arrive at school, you all uh, get together. Stewart does branch off from you all, he has like a different first period class than the rest of you. Um, but you head into your first period class, which is Mr. Carver's class, together. Is there anything you guys want to say to one another before class begins?
2: I imagine that Wesley and John are about to walk into the classroom at the same time, or at least, like, close to it. And I'm going to do the thing that people do when they're like, okay, I need to talk to, like, people where they just fast walk, and then I just put both of you arm in arm, and we start fast walking, like, past <laughs> Mr. Carver's door. And I turn around, I'm like, guys, guys. Guys. Whoa, Clayton, Uh, hey. Clayton. Clayton. Guys. Clayton. Clayton. Guys. Clayton. Guys. Guys!
0: John, you really look great right Uh, now. Thanks. Did you do something to your... I don't don't know, just... (laughs) Yeah, you look good. I I moisturized, you know. Put on the nasty deodorant (laughs) that my dad gave me. So, I'm feeling pretty good. Ah,
1: What is wrong with you guys? What happened (laughs) when you got
2: home? Wait, 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 wait. Oh my god, yes. Actually, yes. So, um... My, I, I like kind of get closer to them, and I'm like, my dad knows something's going on.
1: What? Like, he knows about the monsters? Shush,
2: shush, shush. And I, like, put my hand over Wesley's mouth. What, <laughs> and I'm Sorry. Like, what did he tell you? He said that the rabies thing is code. It's a code for people that work in the loop that means it's like it's like a red flag. It's like, or code red, not red flag.
0: Like red flag on the play, like
2: in soccer? No, it's 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 a code red as in like not like the mountain dew but like when like it's like the worst thing that could happen. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Mountain Dew, the drink that's exclusively for cool uh, hipsters and not for gamer bros who live in their mom's <laughs> basement yet?
3: As as you guys are having this conversation, this, like, group of, like, kids that are slightly older than you are walking by, and one of them is drinking Mountain Dew Code Red. It's like, it's amazing what the technology <laughs> of this town can do that they invented this, like, in the late 80s.
2: <laughs> Wait, what?
0: <laughs> guys, we have to get that after class. But, no. But, we are um, not sponsored no, by uh, like, Mountain Dew. Let me just say that right now. We are not sponsored by Mountain Dew, but we are also not opposed to being sponsored by Mountain Dew. <laughs> but,
2: but no, apparently it's code red. as in like something bad's gonna happen, or like something or not something's bad's gonna happen because we already did the bad thing. But like something bad is actively happening. Something um, worse. And my dad is like, my dad is like freaking out, saying like he he drove me to school today, which is like the first time in years, um, and like he wanted to like not even take me to school because of how bad it is.
1: So, is he, like, doing something about it, or what? Uh,
2: Probably not, because he pretty much kind of inferred that uh, if I said anything else to anyone, which you guys shouldn't, um, was that I was going to get taken out like the people in The Godfather.
1: So, like, for example, just pulling this one out of thin air, you shouldn't tell someone like Officer Smoke who I told all of these details to in real life, and it happened for real.
2: Oh, absolutely! But like, there, you know, that won't come back to bite us at all. That was like, that was like six episodes ago. We should be good on that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Um, But but we
2: can talk about it. We could talk about it more after class. But yeah, apparently my dad knows. But we do not need to tell anyone else anything. And I mean anyone else. I don't even know if I would trust a. Ah, crap! What's his name? The the dude that was with us for like a half an episode.
0: Stewart. Oh, that guy, yeah. <laughs> oh, Stuart. Wait, hold on. I completely forgot. Stuart wants us to discuss with him what's going on because we kind of left him uh, out of the loop. <laughs> Get it out Ooh. of the loop. Yeah, hey. well, okay. <laughs> um, oh, that's hey. so
1: good. Oh yeah. my gosh.
0: Thank you, thank you. I'll be here all <laughs> week, literally, because it's school. <laughs> Does Stewart
1: want us to meet him now? When?
0: he wants us to meet him, he wants us to meet him during uh, during PE. Which takes me, uh, are we all in the same PE class, Dustin? I didn't even think about that.
3: Yeah, PE, you all are in uh, the
2: same class together. Wait, you guys are in PE too?
0: Yeah, I know it seems like I'm not there most of the time, but that's just because I'm sitting on the sideline because, you know. (laughs) I mean, look at me. I don't need to work on this anymore. I am the embodiment of peak perfection.
2: (laughs) I I put my hand on John. I'm like, John, I haven't heard anything more true in the past 24 hours. Thank you.
1: So, okay, so we just got to get through Mr. Carver's class, and then P.E., I assume, is after that?
2: But I don't—guys, I don't know if we should tell Stuart much, because I I just don't know if I trust him.
1: I kind of agree.
0: I mean, I agree, too, but I don't want to just leave him hanging, otherwise he's just gonna— We got to tell him something. We don't have to tell him everything, you know? I say we don't lie, because then we'd have to, like— succeed
2: in something for that maybe so we just give him minimal detail so it's still the truth but it's just not the whole truth.
1: Well then let's get Mr. Carver's class over with so we can hurry up and and, and you know talk to Stuart. Um, speaking of actually robotics class, uh, John I assume you brought Frankie to school knowing we would need him?
0: Um, No I left him at home I'm afraid that if I bring Frankie, or try to bring Frankie to school, uh, my dad will try to stop me because he told me that he wants me to work on it uh, when I get home. But we still have Frankie here. Yeah, we still have Frankie too. Well, guess technically he'd be Frankie 1. The one that's at my house would technically be Frankie 2, right?
1: No, no, Frankie 2 is here. The duplicate's here. Yeah. The one you have at your house is the original. Yeah. We can't get the one here because then we have to steal it again and... You know what? I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. If we need Frankie, we'll steal him back at this point. Who cares?
2: Well, you know, maybe if we're on good behavior and like we do well in this class, maybe we'll be able to have our privilege again to bring Frankie. So then we'll have even two Frankie's.
1: We'll have even two Frankie's. You said it, Clay.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You all get into Mr. Carver's class and sit down just as the bell rings, but you notice that a good number of students are actually missing from class. So Mr. Carver looks up from his desk as the bell rings and says, "Uh, okay, class, I guess this is everybody. Uh, I don't know, maybe some parent, maybe some kids are getting sick. I don't know what's going on. Well, that kind of messes up my plans for today, but uh, today is the official kickoff of our science fair that we do as a school. Uh, Every student gets to participate in a group project. And goodness, um, okay, I guess... uh, with the limited number of students that we have in this class together, we're just gonna have to. I'm gonna have to adjust some of these pairings. So um, he starts going through his list of students and pairing people off, and he goes, okay, let's see. It's supposed to have a group of five, but I think it's a group of four. Okay, let's have. Uh, Clayton, John, Wesley, and, uh, Hannah. Hannah, I think that would be a great pairing. Um, I don't... You all are, uh, going to be a group for, for our science fair. Hooray! Here's the rubric. Um, you all get to decide what you're going to be working on, but the theme for this year is
2: bringing Boulder into the future. Ooh. Guys, I got it. We're going to do a vaccine for rabies. That is timely. Hmm.
3: I'll just pass out the information sheets, but I think everyone, let's get into groups for at least a few minutes and, and start ideating on what to come up with at least five ideas um, for the class, uh, and then next time we can choose to solidify one of those ideas, huh? huh? Does that sound fun? I, I see you're excited, right? Mr.
2: Mr. Carver, Mr. what's ideating?
3: Well, um, it's, you know what, why don't you ask your group about what ideating means? Ah, okay, get up into start grouping up, everybody. And Hannah walks over all pissed, and she just sits down and glares at all of you. Ooh, staring contest, go. <laughs> Let's see, roll for, roll for force to endure in physically uh, taxing situation. <laughs> <laughs> I want to roll
2: for force. I got one six.
3: With one six, Hannah does engage in a staring contest with you, but she blinks and then she's like, God damn it. I (sighs) Okay, well, I, as the designated leader of this group, I think I should be the one to pick the project. I'm going to assign myself the leader because I don't trust any of you.
2: Guys, I feel like we're in a trap here because if we say no, then we're sexist.
3: Uh,
1: Clayton, normally (laughs) you would pull us to the side for this conversation. You wouldn't have it right in front of Hannah where where she can hear you. Well, I mean. Oh, never mind. The the GM's not listening, so we're in the clear.
0: Yeah, we're in the clear.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I heard what you
1: said. No, you didn't. Liar.
0: Wait, I have a question for Dustin real quick. Yeah. Is because Hannah and Ben are kind of like a pair. Is Ben also in our class? He's in our class, but you got paired with Hannah. And Ben and her keep like making eye
3: contact and they kind of like wince like, oh no, we're not in the same group. (laughs) Like it's definitely a, it's a a vulnerability.
1: She's she's weak. This is our time to take her down
3: boys.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Queen Bee over here. Then you, you tell us what's your great idea. How are you going to bring Boulder into the future?
3: Well, this morning I was trying to make toast in my mom's toaster and It didn't come out toasted. And it's like because the toaster was broken. Okay. And I think that our project should be on making indestructible toasters. Like like toasters that always toast to the perfect crisp and crunch. They always melt the butter on top of your toast at the perfect temperature. And they never just break
2: down.
1: Uh, Clayton and John, can I see you guys over here for just one moment?
2: Yeah, what's up? Damn,
0: that's actually not bad, though. That's, like,
1: a really good idea, right? (laughs) (laughs) But, like, we can't let her
0: have this. This The the project is about bringing Boulder City into the future. If we don't do this project with Hannah and her idea, would that be like holding the future back? I feel like we have to get...
1: (laughs) And, like, it's a group of all guys, and Clayton's right. She is the one woman trying to be the leader... And we're trying to repress that.
0: I mean, Should I talk to my? Should I call my dad? I feel like he would know what to do. Your in dad this would situation. totally know.
1: Okay, we need to find a way to knock her down a few pegs, but don't feel like we're attacking her as a woman. We're attacking her as an awful person. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Back to the larger group. Hey, Hannah. Sorry, we were just um talking about. Th- video games yeah which you would probably know about too because like it's not only it's not men only men that play video games <laughs> so that was probably a, a poor example of uh anyway
0: <clears throat> wesley wesley um, i fe- you're floundering
3: you are so weird i play video games what are you talking about you don't own the sega genesis i do uh
1: yeah we d- oh my god we don't john We don't have a Sega Genesis, and you know why we don't? I
0: know we don't. Why why are you so happy about that? I
1: reach into my backpack, and I go, because I used all the money to to get you these, and I hand him the Batman (sighs) walkie-talkies. Oh, my God.
3: Oh, my (sighs) God. (laughs) <laughs> and as you pull the walkie-talkie out of your backpack and hand it to John, the original Legend of Zelda-like item discovery noise plays <laughs> over the speakers of the school, and both of you have your iconic <laughs> item back. Yay! <laughs>
0: hey! Yeah, I just I start breathing like super heavily. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, Wesley, where did you get these? I th- oh my god, I thought I, I thought these were gone forever. Well,
1: technically, I have to give credit to my mom. See, Hannah, I am man. I'm not trying to take credit for something a woman did. I'm giving her the credit. Um, And I, uh, My mom actually really helped me find them. So,
3: you know, credit to her. You have a weird fixation on your mommy. On our, what was that, Hannah? I said you have a weird fixation with your mom.
1: Uh, Did you say mom or did you say mommy like a baby?
3: I said mommy, actually, originally, because that's how you would probably say it. I'm sure you'd say hi, mommy, every time you, like, talk to your mom. Uh, Clayton, John, can I see
1: you guys over here for a
3: minute?
2: I mean, she's got a point, though. I I do
1: say that. See? Even
3: your friend knows. Oh, God, Hannah, I didn't, I didn't suspect that you would join our smaller group. I've heard everything that you've been saying. We're supposed to be a group and you only scooted your seats back an inch. Like, do you think that that's, you are so weird. She's on to us.
0: Guys, I think there's nothing, we're not going to win this situation. I feel like we just have to give it to her.
1: We don't like you and you don't like us and that much is clear, but At the end of the day, none of us want to fail out of this class anyway, so we got to work together. So let's just do it and get it over with. And the the faster we do it and get a good grade, which we will get a good grade, the sooner we don't have to talk to each other anymore.
3: Oh, I know. I know we will get a good grade because that's because you guys are going to do like all of the work. Uh, You're the self-appointed leader and you want us to do the work? Yeah, that's how it works. The leader tells other people what to do and then reaps all the benefits and takes all the credit.
2: Wait, guys, I have an idea, though. What if—and I know, Hannah, but, like, Hannah, you're going to hear me out here, okay? Because this is actually a pretty darn good idea. And I don't have a lot, so I'm trying to hold on to this while I can in my brain. But what if we used the walkie-talkies— and, like, modified them... No, you stay away from these babies. These things are mine. Don't worry, don't worry. I'm not going to touch them because anything I touch technologically uh, based is broken. Um, (laughs) And that is because of on purpose and not accidents. But that's neither here nor there. But no, like, what if we, like, enhance them to make them, like, even far-reaching? Like, you would be able to use it From, like, my house to y'all's house or things like that.
3: That's what telephones are, you Narbo.
2: Narbo.
0: She's got you you there. She's got you there.
2: (laughs) Wait, but, like, there's not something you could make for, like, just the walkie-talkies inside of it that would just be able to propel the signal further?
1: Well, I don't know. You're only brainstorming. So, I don't know. Maybe it's possible.
3: Well, the assignment is that you're supposed to come up with five ideas, so I guess we could use that as, like, our dummy one, but we're
2: choosing mine.
1: Oh, we have to come up with five? Okay, That's what fine. Mr. Carver said,
2: dummy. That's the next invention, is something to be able to constantly pay attention.
1: <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> so that way we can always be listening.
1: You should talk to your doctor about that. I think they already have something like that. I think it's called Adderall. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, th- so we need three other ideas then. Clayton, you mentioned or somebody mentioned something about like a way to like help out with this rabies thing.
0: Vaccine for the rabies. Got it. I'm going to write that down. What if there's something that we can add to like a robot to and I put my hand like over my mouth. So I'm kind of like whispering to Wesley and Clayton. Is it like something that could help us with Frankie? Like a, oh, something oh, that we a can idea. add to Frankie? Uh, wait, a roll for sneak on that one. Nope, I rolled a four. Can I just point out, putting your hand over your mouth like this is a one hundred percent sure way, <laughs> so nobody hears you. You're poor, <laughs> <Wade. laughs>
3: Frankie. Why does that? Oh my God, is that the dangerous robot that you guys made? <gasps>
2: you still have him.
0: <gasps> no, Frankie's still here.
2: Frankie's still here. What happened to your voice there? That was impressive. How do you? How do you do? No, it's not that. Ha, how, how do you? Uh, (laughs) how did you do that with your voice? Which part? The...
0: (gasps) (gasps) Nope, not that direction. Or the... (gasps) Okay, I'm gonna... Can we... Uh, Frankie, let me see. Okay. The idea that I'm coming up with is to benefit all robots. It's just Frankie's still here, so I figured we could use Frankie to test the invention on.
1: What about some type of, like inhibitor chip for crazy robots like if any robots ever go rogue there's something you can install on any robot to help like limit the 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 craziness and like yeah if if robots are the future which my mom i'm pretty sure said one time maybe then yeah like that is something that we might need
0: or, or something that could, like, remotely turn off any robot by, like, cutting off, like, some kind of, like, like frequency within, within the robot itself by, I don't know, like, some radio waves or something? I don't know.
1: A rogue robot inhibitor chip. Write it down, Clayton, on that weird crinkly piece of paper you got.
2: I got
0: you. And I draw, <laughs> I just draw a robot that's, like, hunched and, like, slumped. That's all it is. <laughs> also, you spelled rogue, like, rouge underneath it? Yeah, that's how you spell it. Hannah smirks and
3: um, reaches over John and takes your notes and just writes that down. And she's like, "Yeah, cool, whatever. Robot inhibitor. That's a neat idea." And then she hands it back with like just this like kind of insidious smirk. What's the paper say? Oh, she wrote she wrote the idea down and she dotted her eyes with hearts. She wants me. What? <laughs> ew! I don't. Ew! You smell like meat and like that deodorant is not working.
1: Joke's on you. He's not probably even wearing deodorant, right, John?
0: I, I, th- I thought it was, was going to be a good day. Like, after yesterday, every day after that, I mean, it couldn't get any worse, right? So I was feeling good. I put on deodorant. It just You smell like rancid pork, and your friends won't tell you that, but I will, because I'm awful.
2: No, I think you smell like minty ham. Oh, minty ham. (laughs) That sounds so gross. (laughs) Minty ham by Axe Body Spray.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God.
1: That's genius. If we can conquer your smell, we
3: could conquer anything, any smell. (laughs) (laughs) Write it down. If it fits the fifth, that's fine, whatever. Oh, my God, y'all. Well... I look forward to you all doing the research for my toaster idea. So, you know, do whatever, go into the library, put all the, uh, the work involved in it, and like just let me know when it's done.
2: Yeah, that's perfect. That's perfect.
3: Um, I'm going
1: to cross out the toaster idea, and I'm going to write down... We, I think we said we, we said we could put cure for rabies and vaccine for rabies as two <laughs> different ones. So I write whatever the one we didn't write is, and I go in and turn it into Mr. Carver. <laughs>
3: Mr. Carver takes yours and goes down the list is like you know I think cure for rabies and vaccine for rabies are pretty similar
2: <laughs> wait 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 I go up there and I'm like no, no no I got one I got one and then I do another slumped robot but then a remote control beside it
1: uh, I, I put my arm around Clayton and I get in close I'm like thanks bud that was about to be real embarrassing for me and then I uh, walk back to the table and I, I assume Hannah saw me cross out her idea and I thought I said alright Hannah you can be the leader all you want. That's fine if you want to call yourself the leader. But if you think we're doing all the work and that we're gonna, we're just gonna create your stupid idea, which I'm gonna have these two guys back me up. It was a stupid idea. Okay, I don't think that it was actually an okay idea. But it doesn't fit the assignment and it won't get us an A. Anyways, you haven't seen what we've seen, and 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 if you had, you'd know that I'm not, I'm not taking any crap today. So sorry, sorry, I shouldn't have said that. I'm not taking any of your mess today, Hannah. You're gonna cooperate with this group, and I'm 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 sick of it.
0: I've never seen this side of you, Leslie. It's um, it's kind of impressive. Roll for lead. Um, actually, I'm gonna pull
1: my extra dice from the last episode because uh, I nice. need the odds here.
3: Okay, one six. So Hannah goes, okay, but if I find out that you actually have Frankie in your possession. <laughs> You're doing all the work. And I will find out. Okay, I just, I don't even respond. Hannah like smirks and shrugs her shoulders and just like looks the other way. She's like very self-satisfied. And Mr. Carver is like, okay, class, this is wonderful. Um, some of these ideas are creative for sure, but I encourage all of you to pick ideas that are realistic uh, for a middle school
2: class, grade level, especially um, Clayton, aim low. Okay? Oh, you know, that's the only way I go. But you know what? We we aim low, but you know what? I just I climb high. Yeah, yeah. Physically because I climb. I
3: think have you ever heard the have you ever heard the phrase rock bottom, Clayton?
2: Well no, well, I know you start at the bottom, but then you know when you're climbing, you get higher and higher.
3: Sure, sure. I think I think staying at the bottom is good for you. You know I can't control that.
2: Mr. Carver. Okay,
3: wonderful. Yeah, aim lower. Okay, class is dismissed, and the bell rings, and he says, "Class is dismissed, everybody."
1: Guys,
2: I think he wants us to do the vaccine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> did you guys see that? Or wait, like we're walking out of the classroom, right? Like yes, we're walking yeah, yeah, to our next yeah, class. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So we're not we're not near Hannah. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. I, I want to be like, oh my god, did you guys see that? Like. That felt so good, Wesley. Like,
2: Wesley, are you okay? Your hand is shaking.
1: My adrenaline's pumping like crazy, but like, did you see that? Like, she had, she had a little bit of like fear in her eyes. She knew, she knew she had lost. Like, I feel so much better about myself. Like, I stood up to a, a bully.
0: In all these years that, that I've known you, I've never seen you stand up for yourself like that. That it just
1: felt so good.
0: I'm impressed. I'm
1: really, I really am. You know what, guys? from From this day onward. Wesley's not getting bullied anymore. Wesley's going to stand up for himself and he's going to stop talking about himself in the third person, starting (laughs) now.
3: (laughs) You guys head out to PE, which meets outside at the track field. And when you get out there, you notice that there are two security guards stationed on either side of the track field. Your physical education teacher, you guys got an idea for a name?
0: Let's do Mr. Mr. Spielman, which is kind of an ode to our, uh, our oh yeah. high school gym teacher. Because at, at the beginning of every, like, P.E. session, he would go... Somebody was like, what are we doing today, Mr. Spielman? And he goes, only time will tell, brother. Time will tell.
3: He was the
1: coolest <laughs> P.E. teacher anyone's so ever cool. had.
0: So I'm going to say Mr. Spielman.
3: Okay, so you see your gym teacher, Mr. Spielman, <laughs> with a... <laughs> can of mountain dew code red talking to one of the security (laughs)
2: guards where do they keep finding it
3: (laughs) you can't catch what's being said to him but he comes over to the class as they're like grouping up together and stewart runs over like at the beginning of class already out of breath and sweaty and winded like class hasn't even started yet but before he can open his mouth to talk to you mr spielman comes over and he's like Okay, class, um, I've just been informed that uh, the security guards here are here for everyone's safety and protection and just to not venture outside of the fences and just stay within the confines of the track field. We've never had a problem with that. I just did I would encourage you all to do the exact same as we run laps today, which is exactly what we're gonna do. We're gonna be running laps today. Isn't that exciting? Aww. Oh man.
2: But Mr. Spielman, now that you said that, like not to do that, I want to do it. Even though, like, I just want to leave now, and I'm like, just act, I'm acting like I'm about to walk away. Though, like, nah, no, I'm just kidding,
3: Clayton. I really uh, don't know what to do with you and your antics. But uh, I'm really, my patience is low today, brother. And uh, I will <laughs> send you to the principal's office if you step out of line again. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not having it today. So Mr. Spielman pulls a stopwatch out of his pocket, and he grabs the whistle that's, like, hanging around his neck, like, like your standard gym teacher. And uh, he's like, all right, I'm going to start this this stopwatch. Everyone run until I say stop and count how many laps that you're doing, okay? And then he blows the whistle, and you all are off. If I could have everyone roll for
2: move. Oh, Absolutely. I am so excited for this. Oh,
3: God, that's
1: right. I forgot my move is only one. Nope. (gasps) But I
3: got a six.
0: My move is also only one, and I rolled a one. I rolled one six as well.
3: Clayton and uh, Wesley, you all are running laps like you would normally. John, you immediately (laughs) are trailing behind everybody, and you're you're running kind of slowly, and one of the security guards who's stationed on one side of the track field, like you catch, looks at you and just smirks and like laughs to himself. Oh, poor John. And uh, that upsets you, so you're going to take the upset condition. (laughs)
1: Oh my God, that's so sad.
3: (laughs) Wesley and Clayton, as you're running, do me a favor and both roll an investigate check. Okay. Oh, Ooh, no. I am good at that.
1: That I know.
2: I am not good at that, so.
1: I've got eight in investigate, so I. Jeez. Do not you worry. I have
2: two. I have two, and that's it. Do not you worry? <laughs> yeah, I rolled no sixes.
1: Oh, I. Oh my God! I got three sixes out of that. <gasps> Gosh. Okay, so I got my three sixes. I definitely want to give one to Clayton to okay. help
0: him succeed. Can you give me one to pocket for later <laughs> Is <that a> thing?
2: <laughs> I
1: what do you think Adam? Should I use the other one to enhance the scene since we're
2: investigating? or do you think I should pocket it? Ah uh, uh, do you have any pocketed already? I don't have any pocketed right now I say pocket I say pocket for now
1: okay i'll I'll pocket the one and then i'll I'll give the other one to Clayton.
3: Wesley and Clayton, as you're running, you're like looking into like the wooded area that lines your track fields. That's all fenced, and on the opposite side of the fence, both of you see Nick Hayes. He's standing on the other side of the fence. He's kind of looking at your in your direction. He like gestures to you to come over, but like you could tell he's also like a little uncomfortable standing there.
2: What Wesley is that Nick
3: Hayes?
1: That. It's definitely Nick Hayes. Wait, I, we can't just go over to him. I mean, wh- it's, uh, there's literally security guards with... Do they
3: have guns? They have guns.
1: They have guns, Clayton. Could we create a distraction and get them
3: distracted? I got you. Stuart, behind you. Oh, God, what? <laughs> roll for charm because you're manipulating him. Okay. Get that good little
2: shake in there. Ooh, I didn't roll a single six.
3: So, with your fail, he's like, ah, what's behind me? And he turns around and he like falls over <laughs> onto the ground. He's like, ow. <laughs> oh, why would you do that? Oh, what? <laughs> <baby. laughs> That didn't work at all. And the security guard that was laughing at John, like, turns around and is, like, laughing into his fist.
2: Wait, I, so in that moment, can I sneak over? I, and like, I feel like I wouldn't even tell Wesley what I'm doing because I'm just, like, seeing what's going on and I'm like, oh, I need to go now.
3: Yeah, you could roll, you could roll for a sneak.
2: Yeah. I got one six. Okay.
3: So Mr. Spielman walks over to Stuart and pulls out an emergency first aid kit that was in his pocket. And he's like, Stuart, we've been over this, but this is partially my fault. I know how you are. Um, He starts like dressing Stuart's (laughs) wounds while he's like upset and like wincing. Clayton, you walk over to where Nick Hayes is and you like look over at the security guards and they do look like they're not looking at you. Hey, hey Nick. Nick Hayes like looks at you and like kind of looks away. He's like avoiding eye contact with you. Yeah, because you remember you smacked me last episode. Yeah. Um look, uh, kid, I'm I'm sorry. I don't I don't I didn't mean to do that. I
2: just Oh no, it's all good. It's already it's already grass under the bridge. Yeah, but <laughs> that's Okay, grass under the bridge.
3: Grass under the bridge. I need to write that down. That's a great lyric. Uh,
2: Never mind, (laughs) never mind. Because it it means growth, you know, because grass grows. Oh, that sounded really good, too. Grass grows. I can't can't stay here,
3: obviously, because it's weird that I don't have any kids that go to this school. You shouldn't even really be talking to me. I don't know what I'm thinking, but... Look, you gave me a lot to think about. If my wife is still alive, I... I just I need your help to get her back, and, and I think I think I can help us both. Right? I think like we could help. Like you can help me get my wife, and I can help you with your friend Sarah.
2: I think that's a good idea because you definitely have the manpower that we definitely don't have. Yeah. Uh, well, that's.
3: Look, here's the problem. You left your map of the service tunnels behind at my house. And I've been going to them all day, all night, all night. I was going to them this morning. I was going to them. Every single one that's on this map is like the amount of guards and police officers, just like around all of them is insane, insane. There's no way to get into any of those tunnels. I think they're trying to contain this thing. Whatever this, th- th- these those things were, those shadows.
2: They're they're and they're trying to say it's ra- black bear rabies.
3: Yeah, I yeah I think right that good job, kid. That's exactly what's going on. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, it's really black bears with rabies? No, kid, it's not (laughs) black bears with rabies. I think that's what they're saying so that people aren't venturing into the woods right now.
2: I was going to say, those are some weird dang looking black bears that we ran into.
3: Yeah, I don't think they are. They're like, they're shadows. I don't know what they're called. I, I just call them the shadows. They're not bears, obviously. Do me a favor. I, I need to speak to an adult. Can you get one of your other two friends over here?
1: <laughs> Clayton cannot be allowed to have solo scenes. Someone needs to be around to moderate him. I'm
3: going to literally give one of you the ability. John, uh, you have by this point caught up and you see that you see what's going on and you walk over. <laughs> okay. Mr. Mr. Hayes, what are, you, what are you doing here? I don't have a lot of time to explain. These security guards are fucking everywhere, okay? Don't repeat the curse word. He reaches <laughs> into his pocket, and he produces this, like, yellowed plastic card. And he hands it through the fence to you, John, because he doesn't trust Clayton at yeah. all. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that a report card? I was going through my wife's old things. I found this security card. This, I think this is her, one of her badges. I'm sure it doesn't work anymore. When they told me that my wife had passed away, this was like one of the first things that I went to. Like I, I dug this out and I, I figured if I could use this to get into the lab, maybe I could uncover the truth behind why she was killed and i just i don't i'm not i'm not i'm I'm not a scientist i just i that's never been who i am i was frustrated with that i could never figure it out and then i realized like even if i did figure it out this is not gonna bring her back but if there's if there's a chance if there's a chance that she's still alive right if we could get this card to work we could get into maybe not one of the tunnels but maybe like a uh, another 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 maintenance area, like another office, something, anything. We could we could break in. We can find out what's going on. Maybe we can find your friend too. So I don't know. Would you help me with this? I don't. Uh,
0: please. This is a lot to take in all all at once. But if this is your wife's card, then there might be some information that I could extract from this to maybe help us get around the facility. That's why I came to you. You rem- you remind me of sometimes when I I turn on the radio and I
3: hear discussions between scientists and they're all using very monotonous tones to describe things that I don't <laughs> understand. They they're single. They don't have. They they're not dating anybody. They never will. And you just remind me of one of those.
0: You know. Well, I'm gonna. I mean, obviously, I may remind you, but I'm a little different, right? Like, I'm not gonna like end up single, right? I mean, it's just. They might be single, but me personally, like, I'm a ladies' man. Oh, the yeah, John's me, not so. going to,
2: yeah, John won't end up single.
0: And I do this, I just do, like,
2: the cringe face to Nick Hayes, where I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Nick looks over to you, Clayton, and for a brief moment,
3: you you share a moment of understanding. <laughs> Look, the only information that I know about this is this, and he holds out another sticky note, and it has an address on it. This is like one of the main loop offices. This is where they issue these ID cards on orientation, like first day working for the loop. And, you know, I, I don't know, like I drove past it. It's very heavily guarded. There's so many gates. There's so like so many people. It's crawling. There's no way to get in. I, I looked, I looked around that area. I couldn't find anything. But I figured, like, maybe, maybe there's something in there. I don't know. That's the only information
2: that I have. Don't worry. Us 11-year-olds will get right to it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Don't forget, the grass is always (laughs) greener under the bridge. Grass is always greener under the bridge. All right. God, I need to remember to write this down. Nick, is there a way we can, like, contact you?
3: I, I have a phone. I have a home phone.
2: Uh, shoot, I don't know if I have a pen. Um, do do, you, do any of you have a pen? Dang, guess it'd be nice to have a, a walkie-talkie that could go extended distances.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so here's, here's the way that you can get around that, John, is your walkie-talkies give you a plus two every time you use them to a dice roll. And there's a contact roll, right, that you could use. So anytime you want to contact Nick Hayes, you could roll through the walkie-talkie you could roll the contact roll plus 2 oh i like that and
1: yeah basically if he fails it's like the signal just didn't the reach the signal or just didn't reach
3: him wherever he I was like that. yeah it could be very inconsistent
0: i look at uh nick and I, I go please guard this with your life i've lost one of these babies already and i just i, I can't <laughs> afford to lose another one i give him one of the walkie-talkies and um i say if we find anything I, I'll contact you. All you got to do is you got to adjust it to this channel. And I show him how the walkie talkie works.
3: Uh, okay. This one. And he like clicks it on and it makes this loud beeping noise. He's like, ah, oh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> got it. Okay. I think this is works, right? Let me try. And he, he, uh, holds the walkie talkie up to his, um, face and he's like, Tah. Testing. I don't, I don't know why. Know why. Wait, Wait, why am I having trouble understanding this? I was a musician. I don't know, Like, of course this makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I figured it out. Okay. I got it. I got it. This makes sense to me. This makes sense. Okay. I, I gotta go. I gotta go before the, the security guards get suspicious or your teacher. It's
0: weird that we had a conversation this long without them noticing. Okay. Bye. And he disappears into the woods. I take my, uh, walkie talkie and I, uh, Joined back with the group. Yeah.
3: Wesley, while all of this is going on, you are running laps and you are crushing it. You're crushing it so much that (laughs) after Mr. Spielman um, finishes dressing like Stuart's knee wounds and knee scrapes, (laughs) He's like, Wesley, I didn't know you had it in you. I didn't either. I feel great. Yeah. No, this is fantastic. Kids, everybody gather around. Just make sure you all are imitating Wesley, okay? Like, make sure, like, Wesley today is a model student. Does everyone understand? I I want model students. I want no slackers. Oh, gosh.
2: Yes, (laughs) yes, you got it. And I'm, like, clapping the back. I'm like, yes.
0: (laughs) yes." I also join and I I clap as well.
3: John and Clayton roll for lead to try to, like, get the class to cheer Wesley on. that's good. That's good.
2: Okay, so I get six. Okay, thank goodness. One six. Ooh, I got two sixes. Would you like to enhance the scene or... Pocket the um, no, ice. I'm gonna be selfish and pocket it.
3: Okay, so with uh, a success from both of you. The kids, like, join in. It's it's kind of like the, like, smattering of applause. It's, like, hesitant, but they do join in. And Stuart, who is glaring at... Who's the one that said... Oh, Clayton. Clayton. <laughs> Stuart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stuart, who is glaring at you, uh, Clayton, just kind of still, like, does, like, the slow clap because <laughs> he's, like, hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Spielman goes, all right, now that you guys have ran laps for time, I want you to run as many laps as possible until the end of the class that we're today we're just doing laps does that sound fun it does now perfect <laughs> as you all group up stewart like hobbles over to you and he's like hey hey wait slow down clean what the hell is that what the hell oh god oh my god what did i why did i just say a swear oh no oh my god <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm sorry don't tell don't tell mr
2: spielman Stuart my my virgin ears over here I know
3: I'm sorry oh but you 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 hurt me what what was that why did you scare me
2: we were we were trying to get some information
3: well okay but what information did you get who's that man I saw you guys talking to a man in the woods that's weird he's a he's a friend Stuart here's the thing we're we
1: I think we can get Sarah back and I think we might even be kind of like close to getting her back but here's the deal and we need your help with this we need your help so and, and 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 what you can do to help is donating only a penny a day, it amounts to. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, um, no, what you can do is we have to keep everything top secret. Because if anyone finds out anything, Sarah might be in danger. And look, I don't even really know what that means. What's going to happen if you tell someone? I don't know exactly. But I, I just know that it might cause some harm to Sarah. So you guys with the AV club you guys have access to all kinds of great technology and, and stuff like that. And like long range radios and things like that. That's the kind of equipment that we are going to need to help save Sarah. And so you can be like our, um, what's the guy from James Bond? You're like our Q.
3: I'm Q. I, yeah. Stuart's eyes light up. He's like, I can't, I can't believe it. I'm Q. I I love that. No, no,
2: no, no, no. Q. Q. Not cute.
3: No, I know. That's what I said. I'm (laughs) Q. I'm Q. That's, that's, that's amazing. I love that. I love that. I'm going to start saying that from now on. But Stuart, I need to reiterate that
1: Q doesn't go around telling everyone what James Bond is up to on his secret mission, right? Part of Q's job is to keep everything under wraps so that James Bond can do his mission.
3: Well, he's not doing a very good job because he keeps posting on 4chan. I'm sorry. Never mind.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, that's a different. Stuart, I think we're on. Go watch James Bond and then you're, you're that cue. A- anyways, you get the point. <laughs> we need your help, but we need that help in the form of secrecy and possibly some equipment. Roll for charm. Uh, should I use my extra one on this? How? No, no, I shouldn't.
3: Okay, I got one six. Okay. So with one six Stewart nods his head. He's like, Okay, okay, I, I I guess I could be that for you if that's that's kinda cool, you know. <laughs> Q. I I'm not a lot of a lot of students around here actually like, you know, like me and uh, respect me for who I actually am, which is a talented genius. So how, okay, well, cool it for a second. <laughs> Let's save Sarah. First. <laughs> no, I'm a mastermind. It's uh, like, it's actually kind of amazing <laughs> that like, I, I you know, uh, Wesley, I gotta be honest. I didn't like you a lot. Like, I actually really didn't like you a lot. And like, I was glad that we found Bruno before you did originally, uh, you know, because okay. Yeah. But, like, you're, you're one of the few who, like, don't, like, sees me for who I am, which is a mastermind and a genius. And, you know, that's I, that's amazing. I think maybe this is the start of a good friendship. Oh. Oh. And
1: then he Wesley kind of, like, like, is struggling, and he's so tense right now. And he's like, yes, yeah, Stuart, it might be the beginning of something. And yes, imagine that if you are part of the plan to save Sarah, what the school would think of you and finally see you for what you are, what you said... I can't repeat it <laughs> <laughs> I
3: won't Wow And we hear um harp music wow. as Sweet flash into yeah. Stuart's recesses <laughs> of his mind where he is being um carried down the halls wearing king's robes on one of those like school desk chairs like people are ha- handling him by the metal legs and he's getting like oh my other God. people are throwing like flowers at him and, and everyone's like, cheering stu-wart, stu-wart no, they're chanting here, they're chanting Q, 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 yeah. Q. Q, Q, Q. 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 <laughs> trust the plan. Trust the plan. Yeah, trust all these middle schoolers and the teachers, and then we flash yeah, back man. to PE, and he's like, "Wow."
2: Wait, can we can we say that we like you flash back and you say, "Wow," and Stuart realized that all three of us have already walked yeah, away. Yeah, we've, almost like, done. we've <laughs> all moved done. <laughs> <laughs> Like like, we're already gone.
1: (laughs) That's so good.
3: Uh, that is where we will end our episode. (laughs) No, that's so good. That's so good. Oh my god,
0: that's funny. (laughs) All right, everyone, thanks for listening to episode ten of Tales from the Group. if you want to know what happens next, keep listening because only time will tell, brother. <laughs> Please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to this, as the new podcast reviews are the best way to support us. Make sure that you follow us on Instagram at Tales from the Group and on Twitter at TFTG Pod. You can follow me on Twitch at Sir Valentinian, that's Sir Valentine, drop the E at I A N. And our podcast star is by Haley. Almost Foster. Well, actually, no, at this point, would be Foster Kane. <laughs> and you can follow her on Instagram at doodlesbyred. We release new episodes every other Thursday. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any more of Clayton's genius ideas on how to bring Boulder City into the future. Until next time. Okay, bye-bye. Okay. Okay. bye bye, bye. bye.